Hello, good morning. Good morning, Pete. How are we doing? It sounds uh it sounds remarkably quiet where oh you are. Oh my goodness, it is remarkably quiet because my children are at school. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> what an amazing day this is. Everyone coming back from the school and had a spring in their step for sure. <laughs> um, so God, for those for those listening in Germany and the US, the UK, well in England from today, kids have gone back for the first time in three, just over three months. Yeah. It's been a very long 12 weeks. We've had them yeah. home um, and homeschooling with working is, as many of us know, is a huge challenge. So hats off to the teachers. I'm very, very pleased to give Molly back. Uh, <laughs> she actually flounced into the kitchen yesterday and announced to myself and my, and my husband, Johnny, that she had been having a wonderful day until her parents ruined it. I was like, wow, time for you to go back to school. Oh, man. My my lot, I woke up this morning and they'd just gone. They were were out the door pretty early this morning. And, um, yeah, just obviously peace, you know, it hasn't Mm. been like this for a long time. But I know last night they weren't particularly looking forward to it. They've been up sort of rolling out of bed straight into a lesson in their um you know in their pajamas and stuff so <laughs> i don't think it, they, i don't think they can be particularly impressed but now it's good to get everyone back oh for, for sure. sure absolutely it just feels like it's time to get you know a bit of normality even if it's a small part because obviously yeah. we're still in lockdown in in the uk but um it's a step in the right direction isn't it absolutely 100 percent um cool so well listen thank you so much for joining me um today hannah um for those of you listening um, who are new to the business um, or you haven't um, met Hannah before. I know most of you have. Um, Hannah Howe, she joined us back in 2017, having come from a finance um, services recruitment background. And prior to that, um, to joining us, she was HR BP for Thomas Cook Travel. Um, since Hannah's come on board, she's made a huge impact. Um, she's repositioned the value of HR, uh, bringing great talent into the business, and she's established our global talent team. Um, She was awarded in her first year for the prestigious Outstanding Service Award at the ASM, um, which, you know, demonstrates just the just the huge impact she had from 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 day one. Um, She's quickly progressed. She went from HRB um, business partner to head of HR and talent. Um, Again, for those that know Hannah, you know, she's straight talking. She makes (laughs) great connections with our people. She is one of the hardest people that I know, hardest working people that I know. And on top of all that, she's great fun to be around. So I'm, I'm delighted to have you today, Hannah. It's, it's, a, it's a privilege. Oh, thanks, Pete. <laughs> That's a nice way to start my Monday morning. <laughs> a little, uh, glowing re- reference from you. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I've been with the business for three years um, and it's been an incredible three years, actually. And I think the, the part of my background that people maybe don't know about me is that I spent the majority of my career as a recruiter. So I recruited um, senior finance and then senior HR professionals in London. So I spent 10 years doing what the majority of you guys do. And I loved it. Sales is absolutely in my blood. And it was something that I really enjoyed. And then actually, I sort of I, I knew that being in HR was in the back of my mind, because my dad worked in HR, and he always used to kind of pick at me to say, this is something you'd be really good at. Um, And then the opportunity arose to move in-house in talent acquisition with Thomas Cook. Um, Very quickly, they asked me if I would consider moving across to be a business partner. So I was lucky in that people kind of recognised that in me um, and gave me that chance. And I haven't looked back since. And since joining Austin Fraser, it's just been one great thing after another. And I think combining the sales part of me with now my broader role in HR and talent has been the perfect combination of two things that 
you know I'm really passionate about so it's great to to kind of be part of this journey um and then in my in the rest of my life I am a mum of two so I have a four and a half year old called Molly who you've just heard about she's a sassy precocious little thing I have no idea where she gets that from and uh, (laughs) my little boy Jack who um is absolutely adorable just the happiest baby he's 18 months old um and, and I've obviously had him since I've been working at Austin Fraser so um my kind of family life is so important to me and it's so important that I have a balance between a career that I love and bringing up my two beautiful children with my husband Johnny so I I feel very lucky and very fortunate to be in the position that I'm in yeah well well, we I certainly I I know talking for lots Lots of people right across the business that work with you on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. We're lucky to have you, Hannah. So, thank you. Nice, um, <laughs> cool. So this week we celebrate um, International Women's Day um, this year, mm-hmm. which is focused around Choose to Challenge. And I guess when I say a week, and I know it's a day, we've decided to do it. You know, to, to guess talk about it over the week, yeah. and we put together some learning and development sessions um, with Amy. Um, for those of you who don't know, CJ and, and Dr. Sam Collins. Um, who, who, who are supporting us externally um, and really looking at imposter syndrome, in, in, I can't say that, imposter syndrome <laughs> and also bringing yourself to work. And I've got to say, this is for everyone. Yes. And it's basically how to be your best self version of yourself, if that makes sense. Totally. <laughs> um, along, alongside this, um, we've been collecting feedback from around the business um, across all countries, um, positions and genders. So we're going to share some of that feedback over the course of this week. Um, I guess just to sort of tee it up, when I first started the business, um, particularly in the early days, and um, we were predominantly male, um, it's something we wanted to address. And I think, you know, today it feels very well balanced across our business. We've gone through organic change, and I'm super proud today that we are represented, gender represented right across the business, across all levels, across all positions. And we're now 47% female, which which I think from where we were and where we've got to, I'm, as I'm super proud. Um, I guess, Hannah, look, you've come into the business and been here now coming up to three and a half years. As a mother of two, female leader within AF and AV, what, what's been your experience um, today? Yeah, so I think um, my experience has been good from the very beginning so when I came to Austin Fraser I um, had been working at Thomas Cook I'd had my daughter and I was on maternity leave and I wanted to go back initially to Thomas Cook and I approached them there in London I live in Berkshire and explained the situation that I'm not going to spend an hour and a half every day both ways commuting in and I asked them for some flexibility and it would Mm. it just wasn't something that they were prepared to give at all they wanted me in London five days a week and so I made the decision without a job to go to to resign from that from that role which was a really big decision because I'd only been an HRBP for a relatively short amount of time about 18 months and I'd been given that opportunity without a huge amount of experience so I was very nervous about finding that opportunity again somewhere else Um, And so I started my search in earnest and I actually ended up taking more time off than I'd intended because I needed to find the right job. Um, And I looked at all sorts of stuff uh, more locally. And then I came across Austin Fraser and I thought, oh, this could be a really good, a really good fit. But I was nervous because my experience of recruitment historically working in London was that it was very much a sort of presenteeism culture you know you had to be seen it was long hours and and there was some nervousness for me that Austin Fraser would be similar um 
so I came into Thames Tower, I met with Alice um, and I couldn't have been more pleasantly surprised because Alice is also uh, a mum of two small boys. At the time, her youngest was about the same age as my son is now. So she had exactly the experience that I had had in terms of trying to find a business that would support her from a flexibility perspective. And whilst at the time we weren't anywhere near as flexible as we are now, there was still very much that understanding and support from senior leadership that if you, you know, had small children or you had commitments outside of work that needed your time, we're all grown ups. And that mm. was very much respected. And for me, that has just been continually supported and built upon. The more people that I met at the beginning, I was like, wow, this place is, you know, this is this is genuine. It's not the case of we're going to be told that it's like this and then you get here and it's not really. <laughs> it genuinely was like that. And from the from day one, Alice, um, the recipe exec and the leadership team has been really respectful of the fact that I have small children and they work mm. around me, which is amazing. Um, so I think from there, you know, obviously coming in and joining, I've just built on that and I've continued to um, look at how we can improve our offering to the people that already work for us and to people that we want to work for us. So bring in more and more opportunity to be flexible. And obviously over the past few months, we've gone all the way and we've, we've now got Flex Appeal and Flex Away, which is, you know, a really brave and bold move and something that I think absolutely sets us apart as a challenger brand. Um, and it's something that I'm incredibly proud to have been a part of because I think um, from where I've come from and having worked in London and seen the reality of the fact that, you know, and still today, a lot of businesses do not support that kind of flexibility mm. to where we are as an organisation. You know, that makes me hugely proud and really thankful because now I can do a job that I love without um, sacrificing time with my family. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that as a dad, you know, I've got three three children, as, as many of you know, I I think when we when we first launched the business back in the you know back in the day you know three kids Dell had four kids and I think so both of us you know it, it, well, it was always about family first right that and I'm glad today I'm I'm delighted that that has continued you know what I mean to be part of who we are because actually as a parent your first duty is your is your kids your family so um that's that's really great to hear I, I you know I guess we talked about flexibility and I, I don't want to digress too much today but on the journey it it hasn't always been perfect we didn't always have this full flexibility and i guess we've gone on a bit of a journey um what do you think maybe some of the challenges that we've had getting to this point today i know you said coming in you felt that um you know you felt that support initially but it feels like it's it's improved over time um right across our business you know how do you think we've gone through gone through that um and what, what have you seen some of the struggles maybe that we've had I think the biggest challenge is that as an industry, you know, recruitment has been historically known for being, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you'll get, the longer your hours you put in, the more you'll get out. That's sort of the mm. mantra that's gone along with working in sales. Um, and obviously, I think it's one thing for central services to have a more flexible approach. And I fully accept that it's quite a different thing or, or historically has been quite a different thing for sales leaders to, to be able to feel completely comfortable that if they're not with their teams and you don't necessarily have that um you know, that camaraderie that goes with sitting together and bouncing off each other and celebrating the wins and all of that <laughs> stuff, 
then that's challenging. And I think where where I saw a huge change and an evolution, and this started pre-COVID, you know, we were talking about what can we do to, to be a challenger brand and not just to give this lip service. And we started talking about it, but it was only when COVID hit and we were forced to actually test it out. You know, we had no choice. We had to be fully flexible at that point. And I think what was amazing was, you know, we'd always said, if you trust your people, it will serve you well. That has always been something that I've truly believed in. And, and our people proved us entirely right. You know, we hire great people, they're grown ups, and we've gone, okay, cool. This is the situation that we're in. And then lo and behold, we had our best ever December in a fully yeah. remote environment. And I just think that is testament to the people that we hire and the fact that if we trust them, they give back 110%. And that, you know, that's what's happened. So then to make that um, a, a kind of genuine, real thing, it's like we're not going to just take this away after the pandemic. This is, this is us. This is who we are. Mm. We believe in you as our people. We trust you that you've got a job to do and you'll do it. It doesn't matter how, where or when, frankly. You make it work for you. And people, mm. you know, from an engagement perspective what what better way to kind of say look you know this is a great company to work for this is the sort of business that people want to join because we're brave enough to just give people that trust and flexibility and in return i think we get bags of loyalty and commitment um so yeah. i think it was a kind of a it was a double it was a double change it was like we were already thinking about it but it was like how do we do this this is this is unknown territory to us but we know that we've got great people who we can trust to them being forced to actually just go, cool, we've just got to do it. We've just got to get on and do it. And then now we've done it, let's get some feedback. Let's talk to our people. Let's see what they like, what they don't like. And the resounding response was, we like choice. We want mm. to be able to choose. We don't want to be 100% remote. We don't want to be 100% in the office. We don't want to be told we've got to be anything. We want to be able to make a choice. And I think it's that, it's that ability to be a grown up and say this week, it works for me in this way and next week it might work for me completely differently, but that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. That, so, and that, and that makes sense. And I'm, I'm delighted where we've got to, I, I guess what you've, your experience as a parent has been great because of that initially the support and now the flexibility is just enhanced, totally. you know, your, your ability to be, you know, to be there for your, for your family, right. Which, which is so important this week we're, you know, we, we're, we're looking and we're talking about imposter syndrome, bringing yourself to work. Um, Maybe, I guess, on the, on the other side, can you talk us through a little bit around why we've chosen those subjects for this week in particular, why, why that's important? Yeah, so I think if you're thinking about specifically International Women's Day um, and one of the themes that comes through really strongly within senior leaders, not just women, but especially women, there are a lot of female leaders out there who at some point in their career will have experienced imposter syndrome. So that feeling of, I'm not good enough to be here. How have I landed in this job? I've experienced it. I'll be completely honest. That is something that um, for a period of time in my career, I've, I've had to kind of understand where that comes from and why I feel like that. Coming back from maternity leave, is a time in any working mum's life where you, you really get tested because you've gone from being a completely different version of yourself. And it's like, how do I now combine those two things, combine being a mum and combine being somebody who's really great at work? And I really suffered at that point from imposter syndrome because I was like, oh God, I'm not good at, I'm not good at either of them. I'm like messing it up in <laughs> both camps. 
It's such a balance. It's such like, a balance. Destroy. But I think what I've yeah. learned is actually being a good mum makes me better at my job. For the people yeah. that knew me before I had children, I mean, I know that people now still think I'm quite direct and, you know, quite sort of straight, <laughs> straight talking. And that is all true. But I'm softer than I was, definitely. Like I've, I've learned that actually embracing that side of myself makes me better at my job and it makes me a better colleague and it makes me a better friend and it just makes me more rounded. And I think that's mm. the part about bringing your best self to work. So we chose those two topics because I think so many people, men and women, have had experience of that. It's like, I want to be able to channel the best version of me. How do I do that? Well, I do that by realizing what that is, first of all, like not by just mm. being who I think people need me to be, but actually by being completely genuine to say, cool, actually, I'm not okay today. Or actually, I'm struggling with this and I need to kind of own that um, and be accepting of the fact that there's a lot going on and I can't always get it and I think it's a combination of those things so we felt that they were good places to start and to give people mm. um, an opportunity to not only obviously spend some time with Amy and she does great sessions in this space I've already done one of her sessions that she's doing this week <laughs> and um, CJ who um, spends a lot of time with our exec and I, I, I work with CJ as do a few of other members of the SLT and I think to give people an opportunity to get to know her will be hugely beneficial because she's got such a great breadth of experience um, and she's a real people champion um, and I mm. think I, you know, I, I certainly personally feel like she's really helped me with some of those challenges that I faced um, as I've sort of transitioned through my career. And I, and I hope that we can we can share that with with a wider part of the business. Yeah, absolutely. And what about for those that, that don't have children? I know, you know, your perspective, um, you know, as is, as is mine, comes from being a parent and, and the challenge that goes goes with that. Um, specifically around coming back to work, being reintroduced to work um, after a period of having mm -hmm. children. What about for those in, you know, across the business that, that that don't have kids? I think it's, I think those things are real for everybody. I don't think it is. I mean, I use that as an example because it's a personal one to me, but I think anybody progressing through their career will have points in time where they might find themselves in a job that they think is maybe too big for them or where they feel like, God, how, how did I get this gig? You know, like it's that moment <laughs> of actually I'm good enough and I'm enough. I, I can, you know, I think so many people, regardless whether they've got children, there are still external challenges that you have to find a way to balance with your working life. Um, and I think embracing those challenges are what make us us. And I think if we can bring mm -hmm. that to work and we can find a way to be comfortable with this is who I am and you, regardless of who I am, I feel included, I feel welcome, I feel valued. That is the business that we want to be. And I think we've got a bit of a way to go in that. I don't think at the moment we, um, you know, this is a massive topic, but I don't think at the moment we're as um, far forward on this as we could be. I think we've made a great start with gender in that we're now a really well-balanced business and that's something to be really proud of. But I think in terms of the broader diversity and inclusion piece, we've got a long way to go and the place to start is by being brave enough to start the conversation and I feel like that's where we are we're now at the cusp of going okay we're brave we want to learn we want our people to help us to learn and we want everybody to feel welcome and to have a completely inclusive and diverse culture
Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> coming back to your first point, and we'll come back to this in a second, the, the, the feeling of, you know, being, <laughs> being in a position where you're doing things that you're not confident or you're in how, you know, how do I do this or how did I get to this point? That's something that, uh, believe it or not, I, I feel re- on a reasonably regular basis. I'm doing <laughs> things for the first time I've never done before. Um, and I'm sat there going, right, how do you mean? Do I always have the confidence? No, it, you know, it's it, and I think it's really helpful, actually, across the business when you hear, every, you know, all of us, have, you know, every, people are vulnerable. Do you mean? And, and I think talking about it and putting it out there, it, it helps us all because it's a it's really it's a natural Absolutely thing. Agree. Um, so, yeah, c- completely. I know I know um, you. So going on to your question, because I know one, one of your, your question today was around the, the DNI yeah, stuff, right? It was. So I'm interested, I mean, I know obviously because it's at the top of my agenda that diversity and inclusion is something that we're focusing on this year and beyond. Um, But I'm interested to understand from your perspective because I know how important this is to you. We've talked a lot about this and in terms of what we're doing and how we're doing it. I just want to understand why you think now is the right time to start thinking about this um, kind of properly. Yeah, cool. Um... Yeah, I have been talking about it a lot, and I think that um, you know we're doing well, as you say, from a gen from a gender uh, from a gender specific point, and we and taking every opportunity we can to to be inclusive. We take it, um, uh, but I think you know we, we talk about being a leading challenger brand, and I, I guess that I've gone on a bit of a journey, and I've come to the realization that, and this is this is for me in, in recent, this is in the last few months that we're not a challenger brand when it comes to mm. diversity and inclusion. Um, I, I, for me, I want anyone to come and be part of our family and feel completely comfortable that they can be themselves. Um, and I want for all of our teams um, to, to be represented, to be diverse. So I think it's, it's not a nice to have um, for me. It's, it is what we will, we will do because it's the right thing to do. I, I think, I've experienced, you know, judgment at the start of my career because of my education, um, not being given the chance. Um, and then once I was given the chance, not, not feeling comfortable or made to feel welcome, perhaps, um, you know, as I said, particularly in the early part of my career. Um, so we, look, we must focus and challenge to ensure we're a place for anyone and everyone. Um, and, and as I see it, as, as the CEO of this business, I, I feel that, I'd have failed you all if if we do not become a leading challenger brand within yeah. DNI. It's my number one priority, um, and and I guess that 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 for me that journey that I've gone on it started. It's always been anyone's welcome. Um, that's how I've always felt. Um, but I think you know in the last few months, um, what I've come to realise by talking to a number of people around the business and really going deeper and challenging this. You know, for me, this, this you know challenging DNI. Um, I've come to realise that we're, you know, we are not sure. where we need to be. Um, so, yeah, I'm, as you know, I'm massively passionate, and it, it, it's it's something that, um, yeah, it's uh, it's my job uh, as well as all of us within the business, but it's my job to help lead us through this this um, this Absolutely. period now. And and I hope and I hold myself completely, which is amazing now. and so refreshing and honest, and I love that. And this year, International Women's Days. Um, 
sort of motto is choose to challenge and that's exactly what you're doing Mm. and what I'm doing and what all of us are doing by saying it's time to actually challenge this now and be brave enough to do that Mm. and I think that's it's it's a really great thing to be part of and you know it'll be it's going to be great to see how it evolves over the next few weeks and months. So yeah thank you so much for for joining us today Hannah. Um, As we said at the start um, you know, there's something for everyone this week. This is for all for all of us. So I'd encourage as many of you to get involved um, as possible. Absolutely. But I really appreciate you um, sharing today, Hannah. It's been, it's been it's great. Been Thanks for having me, Pete. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah, I'll see you soon. Cheers. Bye.